Our heroes have found themselves in a small grove with this odd tree and the smell of honey and lavender in the air. Immediately, Vel and Arnar feel attracted to it and they slowly begin to move forward. What is apparent on their mind? What is causing them to act out of character? What does it take to cause someone to do something that is not in their normal ideology? It goes against what they would naturally do. I don't know, but what will it take to bring them back to the correct state of mind? My name is Christopher Ando. I am the storyteller for this game, and this is Wyvern's Aria. Hello, my name is Alex Bessonette, and I'm playing Arnar Jerry Namanis, level 5 Dragonborn fighter with the Samurai subclass. Hello, I am Sean Last, and I play Rythan Dusk, who is a level 4 Tiefling Conjuration Wizard and a level 1 Fiend Warlock. Last session, we had begun to pick up the scent of lavender and honey, and we began to approach this smell to find a house made out of brick and this small grove coming out of it. However, as you guys began to approach, Arnar and Val began to interpret the situation differently. They saw this different building that reminded them of Salorn's architecture, and you can smell Blackwater Mansion recipes wafting through the air. Unaware that to the left and to the right, there are these three creatures that are rising. These creatures that look like just ordinary mushrooms begin to stand up and reveal facial features as well as carrying this long metal sickle and creating these feats from under them. Tadar and Rythan can see these creatures approaching. However, Arnar and Val are slowly, almost magnetically, moving towards the building in the center. Rythan, you can give me a nature check, please. Nature check. I'm a wizard, not a druid. 14. Nature check is an intelligence based. So you look around and you kind of understand what is going on. Arnar and Val, as they move forward, are being attracted by whatever this building represents. And you can get the sense that this is fey magic just simply based on the reactions of your party members. However, it looks like they are getting into a trap. Please roll for initiative. Well, here we go. I just remembered I have the lucky feet. I could have rolled that. Ooh. Oops. Rising has eight. Get them all out now. There's another one. Jeez. Remember? Remember? Remember when we talked about, hey, you know. Oh, so it ends up being three. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I wasted those. I wasted three 20s. We're nice and safe in camp, and it's going to come back and bite me. And now it's coming back and biting me. Speaking of lucky, I'm using one for my in- initiative roll. Okay. Could you use one for my initiative? <laughs> I have something that will help. Oh, you suppose. Initiative. Initiative. 20 to 25. 23. Speedy. 15 to 20. 10 to 15. 14. 5 to 10. Right in his 8. And I got a 3. Do, 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 do. What's your dex? Oh, what's my dex? Uh, uh, 14 plus 2. Question, do you guys put the modifier in the big box or in the small box? 
That's the question, isn't it? You put the modifier in the big box. The yeah. small box is where you put the number. I do it the other way around. <gasps> Shun. Heretic. I uh, attack Tadar. It's a, it's a 58 to hit. Natural 58. No, you have to wait five hours because your dex is so low. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, all three of the bad guys all got zeros on their initiative. I don't think zero is possible. Right? Right, Chris? Right? Absolutely. Actually, you can have a negative initiative. You can't have a negative, that's true. Tada, you are first to act. Ah, seeing these angry mushroom people with weapons. I would like to draw my bow and attack the one that's like isolated away from us. The solo one. Okay. Hit him with an aim shot. One and twelve. Uh, eighteen? Eighteen will hit. Uh, seventeen piercing damage? Looking around the field, we are kind of in this open grove, single building. We have two mushroom people to your left, one to your right. You take this arrow, pull it out, and you're able to get a clean shot at this creature. And as the arrow pierces this mushroomy flesh, this creature takes the arrow out. Not seem disturbed by any sort of pain, but we can see this purplish goo coming out of the wound. Gross. Is that all your actions? Yeah, that's it. You feel compelled to take your full action and head to the building. Do I go inside? You do not need to go inside. Okay. You take a look through a window and you can see this beautiful woman inside. She has a slightly bluish tint to her skin. She just seems to be standing there fully naked and you can see just this apron on. She's pulling bread out of an oven and there is something in the back of your mind that's telling you that something is not right here, but you are enthralled by this woman. However, at the end of your turn, you can give me another wisdom saving throw. 21. Hey! You shake yourself out of it, you look within this building, and you can see this older woman, a hag with wrinkly skin, standing there, and instead of pulling out a piece of bread from an oven, seems to be pulling out a dead rabbit, currently burnt to a crisp. (gasps) Oh no! Not the rabbit! Save the rabbit! One of these creatures are going to move closer to Tadar, who has actively taken a shot, and he is going to use his jumping ability. So we see this creature move 30 feet, plant both feet onto the ground, and begin to jump and head right towards Tadar's face. Nat 20 to hit your dex defense. Okay, so this would be a 26 total. Oh, okay, then yeah, that hits. Uh, this is max damage. I'll do 34. Ooh. And you are knocked prone. Um. Okay. <laughs> you just covered quite a bit of ground there. Don't mess with the mushroom people. Please, please look at your abilities. <laughs> what do rogues get at level 5? Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said something. I was like, I'm going to keep my mouth it's shut. It's been a while since I played a, high, a higher level rogue. I thought he was a ranger. I still think he's a ranger every time. <laughs> no, bow rogue. Uh, I'm going to use uncanny dodge. <laughs> what does uncanny dodge do? <laughs> I reduce the damage by half. Nice. So go ahead and take 17 bludgeoning damage instead. Okay. That will end that turn, and this creature is now right next to you, and you are prone. Oof. This takes us to Rythan. All right. Since Rythan is staring at the back of Arnar, he notices a change in his demeanor. So I'm going to walk up to Arnar, and I'm going to smack him in the back of the head. I know. But I'm going to cast Protection from Good and Evil at the same time. Okay. What is your strength modifier? Uh, negative one. <laughs> Take 
one damage R&R, then you can make a wisdom saving <gasps> throw at advantage. One whole day. I'm dead. Just like that. Um, Wisdom saving throw at advantage? Yeah, because well, protection from evil and good gives you advantage on saving throws, right? That and some a lot of other things. That's, yeah. Good, because I have a big fat plus zero to wisdom. Hey, we got ourselves a nat 20. The other one was an eight. All right. Arnor begins to move forward, can get a glimpse of this woman in the window, gets hit from the behind, and recovers. How does it look like when you cast the spell, Rythan? I never thought that I'd come up with something, because I never thought I'd actually use this stupid ability. Um, I, I don't know. It's like a yin and yang symbol, you know? Good and evil, and then you just punch through it, and you hit me in the head. Alright, I got something. Okay. <clears throat> so when I'm walking up behind him, a pentagram forms around my hand, and I'm going to smack him with it. There we go. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, Arnar uh, quickly uh, turns around after you hit the head, snarls, drawing his sword, and then does the, you know, the whole the blink, shake his head, look in the window, see the hag, <clears throat> stifle and throw up a little bit. Oh, and uh, it burns a sigil into his back of his neck, too, while I hit him. What? Hey, what? A sigil. Okay, what's that? It's just a pentagram sigil. Oh, I see, I see. Bonus action, if you have it. That's there. That's there. No, I have no bonus action. Okay. His bonus action is looking at Tadar and going, Haha, suck it, Tadar. <laughs> One of them is going to do the same thing towards Val, who is near the house right now. He is going to walk 10 feet, jump up, and he is going to try to attack Val. How big are these things? They're small creatures, so... Can I try to deflect missiles? <laughs> <laughs> you see itself as a missile. That, that's... That's funny. Uh, if it hits you, I will say you can react to deflect missiles. This is 15 plus 6, 21 to your dex defense. Yeah, that hits. So, 10. Okay, this is 18 damage. So, I reduce it by 1d10 plus 9. So, that is 19. So, I take no damage. Ooh. Okay. Would you like to spend a key point and throw this creature somewhere? Yes, I would like to spend my final key point and throw this creature through the window. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you take this creature, throw it through the window, we'll have it do your martial die worth of damage plus plus dex mod, and we hear this crash, and this building itself, the illusion begins to crumble, and we can see it kind of changing shapes to what is first the fantasy building to sort of a modern cyberpunk-esque building to what looks to be a tree until it finally sets itself onto this giant mushroom standing about 60 feet tall and as you throw it through this window you look around and there's just this this smell beginning to invade your senses of of lavender but also what what smells like rotten eggs almost yeah uh, damage boys the 1d6 plus 4. So that's 7 damage. Not bad for a reaction. He has half his movement left, so he will stand up and end his turn on the inside of this building, of this mushroom. We will put him here, and this will take us to Arnar. Well, I see my uh, my new pal is a... Uh, well, he's getting attacked by a not-so-fun guy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I got it. <laughs> yeah, it's a mushroom joke. Anyway, um, yeah, we gotta attack that dude that is attacking him. One attack, fifteen plus stuff. Yeah, fifteen plus stuff will hit. Oh, okay, plus seven. Ooh, dang, real good now. What's my damage again? Two d six plus four. Where is the d six? That's a d six. Five and two, but I get to reroll twos, right? Yes. 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 Don't be a one. 
<laughs> was a one. Okay, that's a, that ends up being ten damage. Sounds good. And I assume it's still alive. Yes. In that case, I will use my great weapon master, which I totally always remember that I have. It's another one. Hey, that doesn't hit. No, it doesn't. Unfortunately. Uh, are you sure three doesn't hit? Are you positive? Pretty sure. Hmm. That's unfortunate. Bonus action. Uh, you know what? I guess I haven't used my second wind yet, so I might as well do that. Okay. Well, come on, now that doesn't help. <laughs> six, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, six plus five, eleven. Awesome. Eleven back to me. Great. That will be it. Great. Not so great. It wasn't great. Right then. Come on now. <laughs> it was good. You like, still did ten damage. It's quite a bit of damage. <laughs> right then. You see a creature do the same tactic. He is going to begin to lunge towards you. Plant both feet on the ground. Jump up, and he's going to try to knock you over. God, these are so quick. 10 to hit. My what, dex? Yeah. Or just miss. Nice. So it's going to move up its speed. It does no damage on a miss. So it's going to plant itself right next to you as you're able to move out of the way. This takes us to Tadar, who is prone. I'd like to stand up. Half your movement. Disengage. Okay. Back away from this dude and take a shot at him. Is this cunning action disengage? Yes. Got it. Ooh, sneak attack. Ooh, 25. 25 what? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. 18 damage? You get sneak attack too, right? Yeah, I got sneak attack. Yeah. It's super dead. It's bloodied. Oh. Oof. Is it, though? Does it have blood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We there's, discovered there's... it has blood before. Yeah. Weird, gross, slow purple blood. Yep. Uh, that's it. Nice. So you begin to stand up, uh, roll out of the way, shoot your arrow, and another uh, arrow pierces, and the purple goo comes out, and Arnar can see that this purple goo seems slightly acidic. Oh. Oh, it's gonna, like, get on me when I kill it. Does it smell like lavender? A little bit. Oh, that's nice. Taste tester later. Val, you are up. I'm just gonna look at the house and go, not, you're not gonna take this rabbit, and I'm just going to (laughs) run over to the closest one I see, and I'm going to take two hits against it. Yeah. First one is 13 plus 7, 20. I'll hit. And the second one is the same exact thing. Okay. So one plus four is five. Oh my god, another one plus four is five. Okay. You have a bonus action. And I'll hit again for my bonus action because I'm out of... Oh, I'm not hitting again. Nine. All right. That will miss. Uh, I'll use luck. Okay. Oh, 18. That'll hit. Another one. <laughs> and then I, I rolled it again just to see if it would do a one and it did a six. So another five. So 15 points total. Uh, <laughs> uh, rough on the damage. Um, I think there may be an avoidance of touching this purple goo that is spewing out of it that you are losing, losing impactful places to hit almost. If that makes sense. Like Pulling your punches so you don't touch the goo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm against the goo this time. Like trying not to, not to hit it. <laughs> so... You run away from this mushroom as well as the mushroom inside the mushroom and head to this one that Arnar is engaging with. You do three quick punches trying to be careful not to touch the goo and you are in good shape. This takes us to the one that you guys are beating on. He's going to take his sickle and with three quick strikes, he's going to take two onto Arnar and one onto Vivette. Val. 15, Arnar. No. You said Vivette. Oh, foul. My apologies. 17, Arnar? Yes. 7 damage. 7 damage. Remember, everything that hits him has disadvantage. Oh! 
everything? Every everything? If it's fey or yeah, it's protection from good and evil. Oh. Well, first attack. I'm will... assuming they're fey. I mean it's more than just fey, it's practically everything. Okay. So we got aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Yeah. You were you were telling me your spell list was lame. Alright, so the first attack will miss. We'll try the second attack again. Second attack at its lowest is a twenty. Yeah, yeah, that might hit. I'm pretty yeah, sure. So we'll, we'll take that seven damage now, and then we'll Ooh. attack Val once. Thirteen. No. All right. Still got got one hit on Rice, and you are up. You have one right next to you. He tried to step on your face and didn't. I can't run away. I mean, I'll show the group I'm weak again. Admit your faults. I'd rather, just, I'd rather just take a beating and at least I'll say, hey, you didn't run away this time. I do, you, we, we know what your whole deal is being a whole, you know, a spellcaster. <laughs> kind of happy. That's kind of, you know, what you do. Well, I'm going to, we'll try this once and see what happens. I'm going to put my hands in a triangle in front of me and flames are going to spew out in a cone in front. I'm going to cast flaming hands. Yeah. That's a 17. And dex defense? Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, dex defense. Yeah, 17 will hit their dex defense. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's a d6. 12 damage. Nice. You raise your hand out, begin to summon this fire from your hand, and this creature is exceptionally affected by it. it begins to burn and screech. It is uh, not a pretty sight or noise that it is making. Roasted mushrooms. Mm, delicious. Uh, what color is the flame? Green. Nice. So it's like hellfire. Correct. Bonus action. Bonus action. Nope. I stand there. Act heroically. Okay. When the mushroom takes fire damage, it attacks at disadvantage till the end of its next turn. So we're going to make three attacks at Rythan at disadvantage. Oh. Ten. No. Not one. No. Twelve? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is <laughs> 12 hit? What was... No. Okay. I got 15 armor, yo. Oh, I'm just asking. I'm embarrassed that uh, I have only one more AC than you. <laughs> really? You guys have that low? The wizard wearing light armor. <laughs> Looks... I need better armor. Some of us aren't unarmored, unarmored stats here. Yeah, I'm setting at 19. You need to get Arnar some, like, half plate or something. Okay. Well, he's going to make those attacks, and he's going to miss. This will take us to Arnar. Me, Minar. Yeah, uh, I'll uh, try to finish this one off, I guess. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah. Great weapon master. It's gonna work. Gonna work eventually. It's gonna work. Oh, that popped right out of the box and into a crevasse in my couch. Crevasse? Hey, net 20. All right, max damage. Oh, that's gonna be so good. I guess that's a plus 10. And then, oh boy. Uh, so 2d6, 12 plus 10, 22 plus 4, 26. And... Then I roll something too? Or just max damage? For your weapon specifically, as you begin to do this, you can see the scale that is now implanted within your sword yeah. begin to glow. Uh, every time you do a critical hit, you'll do an extra 1d10 thunder damage. What? I didn't know that before. I know. Uh, So just the d10? <laughs> yeah. I almost said 90, but I rolled a d100. It's the same thing as a d10, so 9. So that will defeat this creature. You want to describe it? <clears throat> Hmm. I guess Arnar, after it hit him once, probably just gonna kinda take a step back and just like a wild overhead swing down and went cuts into the so they still look like they're mushrooms, right? Mm -hmm. Wanna make sure? Yeah. Cuts into the mushroom and what's in the mushroom, the his sword just kinda goes like a 
burst of like you know thunder energy and it kind of helps it split further nice as it dies this oh god this purple goo i knew goes it onto the ground at its feet uh, the area where its corpse as if you try to step through it bad things could happen okay good i thought it was gonna splash but uh yeah i have another attack though so i'm going to help out uh my best friend right then with another attack great weapon master <laughs> ah! it's a five i don't need to bother with the math that will miss mm, yeah dope yeah, um, bonus action, I got nothing good bonus-wise. Okay. So yeah, that'd be it for me. Okay, so this red cap that was stuck in this mushroom-ish building is going to jump out of the window it was thrown in and is going to leap and bound towards Arnar. I forgot about the third one. 16 against dex defense. 8 proficiency and dex mod. It's 14 proficiency plus. 14 proficiency plus dex mod. All right, cool. Yeah, I, 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 I did no hit. No hit? Well, I started that one. That was a dumb way to say that. It does not hit me. Oh, yes. Great. So <laughs> this, that, will, um, that will end his turn. Tadar, you're up. Tadar would drop to one knee to take an aim shot at the one on Rythen. Okay. Natural 20. Nice. We're on fire. So that's max damage? Yes. Oh, Boy. That hag is going to come out, and it's going to be real bad, and we're going to get no 20s, not a single one. 29 piercing damage? Okay, this one is dead as well. Go and describe the kill. Yeah, so he drops to one knee, does a long draw on the bow, lets out a breath, and just lets it fly right through the head of the mushroom. Nice. That's it. Okay, and turn. Val, you're up. One left. All right, I will move up. Save me, new friend. Save me. And do we have flanking rolls? We do not. We have a tactical advantage, which will give you a plus two on an attack if you have an allied next to you. Okay. I'm going to move across and flank it anyway. Okay. 17 plus 7. Got it. 10 plus 7. 17. Got it. Okay. First one is 9 damage. Or 8 damage. 8 damage. Okay. Second one, I've got to stop rolling this dice, is 5 damage. <laughs> and bonus action, does 12 hit. So you get the plus two because you get tactical advantage for having an, another ally engaged with it. A 14 will hit. Okay. Then that is another nine damage. That was a good one. This creature is now bloodied. Yeah, I switched I switched dice. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Probably a good choice. Rythen. Rythen's going to move around Arnar's back, the other side of him. And he's going to point at this mushroom thing and a firebolt will come out of the imp skull. Okay, you have a plus two to this as well. I just want a nat 20 on the firebolt. That'd be nice. Uh, uh, 14 plus seven. Oh, hit. Okay, I lost my page. How much damage <laughs> is a firebolt? 2d10. Uh, we'll just roll a 100. Okay, that sucked. <laughs> Three damage. Okay, uh, six damage, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was sad. You know. That was sad. I appreciate All that. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm going to drop my head in a huge sigh and uh, put my head, my hand on my forehead and be like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> what am I doing? Hey, you're, you're, you're support, you know? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to keep keep it up. Just I got my thing and I'm going to do it with the great weapon master. 16 plus 2, 18. I'll hit. Uh, 2, 3, 6, there you are. Ooh, ooh, drop, no, go in the box. That's a six and a five. Sick. Uh, 11, four, 15. Describe the kill. <laughs> As uh, Val 
starts pummeling it, and then uh, Rythan swings around, shoots a fire. Does the, did the firebolt hit? Yes. Am I going crazy? The hit, right? Yeah. As uh, the firebolt hit, Arnar is like following the firebolt as uh, it goes through, and it leaves a little scorch, and then Arnar cuts through the scorch and finishes it. Cuts the uh, the head off the mushroom. And like the other one, the purple blood will go on the ground. You can see it sizzling some of the dirt and grass, the weeds, really, around this grove. And combat is over. What would you like to do? Arnard takes a step back. Uh, no one. No one touched that. He's pointing at the goo. Actually, hmm. No, he's not going to. Are you going to touch the goo? He's, uh, he's going to. Uh, I'm wiping the, wiping the grass, wiping the goo off my sword in the grass. Do not want to keep it on there and she's doing it again uh, i suggest we walk away from here well you're not curious what's inside i saw a glimpse of what's inside what was it well it's a it's an old woman it's a magical being but not one we want to interact with you look over to the the mushroom house and we can see this broken window that val has thrown a mushroom into and you can see it's beginning to repair itself whatever's happening inside the place it looks like this creature be it some dried nymph or hag is repairing the damage that has happened to the building and as the mushroom window repairs itself turns back into this brick house well we've come this far arnor and as long as that sigil is still on your neck you should be the one to go talk to that person in the house the what Oh, I put a tattoo on you. Actually, I more like burned it into your skin. Uh, I reached back, feeling for it. Probably irradiating some heat. If you permanently marked me, I'm leaving my mark. It's not permanent, but I'm guarantee it's gonna hurt like the living something <laughs> <laughs> when that spell runs off. <laughs> How long does the spell last? Ten minutes. Okay. So while it's still active, you and I should go in this house and take a look because that's what we're here for. Do we think? No thinking. Let's just move. Come on. Start walking off towards the house. We don't have time to think. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm following them. Get some. Get some answers while you're in there to where we're going. Sword's still out, but not like you know at the ready. But yeah, either you want to come with. Well, I'm coming. Might want to leave your rabbit friend outside. That's probably best. I untie part of my robe that has the rabbit in it, and I just let the rabbit go. Single tear. Give it a couple of pets, <laughs> and then just send it on its way. Sadar bites it with hungry jaws. No, he doesn't. An eagle in the distance <laughs> swoops down. <laughs> well, Wrighton, and I give him a push in the back. Your idea? You're the one. Oh, fine. We're going to knock on the door. Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. The door answers. The, the door answers? <laughs> 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 you knock on me. This place is magical. <laughs> no, no, no. That's got to that's be there. The door opens and you see this older hunchback lady. She is wearing this red cloak that has the hood over her head. You can see bits and pieces of this older skin draped out coming from the front of the cloak and goes, Hello, who's here? My name is Rythen. What's your name, ma'am? Ah, Rosina. Rosina Leckermall. Okay, Rosina. I see you, uh... Met my plans. Mm. Yeah, I sorry about that. They weren't too friendly. Doesn't look like you were too friendly. Well, and in my defense, we acted in self-defense, or at least I did. The arrow came first. I saw it. Yeah, that's from the lizard behind me. The other lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, I acted in self-defense, so I do apologize for the behavior of our group. May we come in? No. Okay. 
I just wanted to ask a little some questions. Ah, uh, please leave my house. And we can trade. We can trade. Looking for anything? Want anything? Mushrooms. We can go find some mushrooms for you. Uh, okay. What do you know of magic? I don't know what that is. Mm. Why are you so scaly? Can I see your sword? No. Oh, all right. You know nothing of magic, yet you live in a home that changes shape? You not live in a home that changes shape? No, huh. most don't. Sounds like your problem. Got him. And how does your home change shape, if not by magic? It just does. Mm. You not change shape without any explanation? Do kids not grow taller? Why can't a house change shape? I mean, I turn into a demon. Demon. She's got a good point, RR. No, she does not. It is a house. You don't know if the house could be alive, all you know. So it'd be a magic house, you'd say? Or a mushroom. <sighs> it's just it's just as it is. We are all just as we are. Hmm. Well, in that case, I will leave you as you are. Ask her where the fairies are. I'm waiting for Arnar to finish his little thing. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, okay. Well, good day. Wanna make some tea? Do you know anything of fairies? What? Do you know, if you may not be magic, do you know of people in these woods who are? I don't know what magic is. We're, we're, what my friend here is saying, is asking, is uh, we're looking for the children of the woods. The what? Uh, the ch- children's fairy tale of the children of the forest. We keep talking about fairies. I don't know what they are. Uh, at this point, I'm going to um, take out the dead fairy from my pocket. <laughs> and, uh, it's wrapped up really nicely, but I'm going to start unwrapping it. And, uh, that with you? We agree that was a bad idea. Kind of hold it in two hands and then show her with it. Oh, that? Yeah, we're looking for more of uh, this. The bug. Bug, you say? You can crush it up and cook it. Makes a good base for a stew. You want some? No. Oh. Uh-huh. Do you know where this bug lives? Ah. Uh, I mean, we all just kind of kind of exist. Wh- where do these ones exist? What location? The forest. In relation to where we are now. Wait. So what? While Arnar's doing this, I want to kind of cast a spell on her. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. This is what magic is. (laughs) I detect thoughts. I mean, she's overtly lying to us. She looked like a different person earlier. Okay, so we can roll an insight if you want. Ooh. Uh, Yes. Detect thoughts. Why don't you read that for me? Uh, I I believe she doesn't know what she's talking about because I got uh, a six in total. Uh... I got a 20 on insight. Ooh. I'm trying to pull up that spell. You always have to make me read the long spells. You're the one that decides to cast them. <laughs> Literally, you picked a wizard class. So I guess I should just get ready to start reading half my spell list to everybody. Ahem. Well, yeah. Ahem. For the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. Cast a spell as your action on each turn until the spell ends. And focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. If the creature you choose has an intelligence of 3 or lower, it fails. You initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is the most on its mind at that moment. As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, that target must make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, you gain insight into the reasoning, if any, of its emotional state and something that looms large in its mind. Uh, if you, if it succeeds, the spell ends. Either way, the target knows. If she doesn't know anything about magic, I don't think she would. Uh, that's it. Okay. Insight-wise, it doesn't seem like she understands 
understands the term magic or fairy. You're using like a foreign language to her. Her surface thoughts are these people are stupid. They keep asking me questions about things that don't make any sense. Well, I think she's stupid. Hmm. <laughs> but would you like to probe deeper? Of course I would like to probe deeper. What do I roll? Wisdom saving throw. The, the attack roll. No, no, you roll. That's what he's saying. Yeah. The number. <sighs> Come on, Matt 20. Just because I want an at 20. Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. <laughs> Good way to do that. <laughs> to count, count, count that. Okay, this is a green hag. So 20-something will be able to probe deeper into her, into her mind. You're trying to get certain information, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. What are you looking for? If she truly knows what this creature I have in my hand is. Yeah, she refers to it as a bug. That part is true. Does she know anything more about this bug? You get images of this... You get images of fairies traveling through the forest. However, there doesn't seem to be very much about them having homes or anything like that. They seem to be very nomadic in that sense. So, this out of character, uh, out of thing. The reason why she's not answering your questions is because she doesn't understand the question. You're asking her, is like, where are the fairies? Like, how will I know? They always move. Uh, so, the goal, I think, is going to be to find the language needed to communicate with her, as opposed to um, mm -hmm. using uh, your terminology for it. That makes sense? Yes. I'm gonna look around for Val and Tadar. There. <laughs> right by you. Right here. Tadar. Val, what does this creature look like to you? An old lady? No, the one in my hands, not the <laughs> lady. <laughs> like a small bird. Okay. I'm not going crazy, right? It, this, the fairy does look like, you know, the cliche fairy, right? Like a little tiny person with, like, butterfly wings? Correct. Type deal? All right. Peter Pan fairy, yo. I do believe in fairies. I would describe it as a fairy. Okay. <laughs> 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 what world are you from, Tadar? <laughs> That's funny because Val is from the fantasy world in Tadar's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but not everyone from the fantasy has seen fairies. I've never seen a fairy, but I, you know, we have fairy tales. Let's go with the small bird description. That is not going to help. Well, would you kindly ask this old lady where these small birds, bugs, move around to? Um, your version? Ma'am? Yes. Oh, you're pretty. Oh. You can come into my house. Thank you. I I threw a mushroom through your house earlier. Um, <laughs> I fixed that. It's okay. How did you do that? Uh, just kind of willed it. Mm. Okay. Uh... As if by magic. Interesting. Um, so these small birds that we see that he was showing you, where where do these small birds go? Uh, they, they mostly look for uh, water sources, I guess. Water sources. Okay. Yeah, there are a couple of uh, streams and lakes around here. And they go there a couple times a week, I guess. Okay. They're very tasty. So you catch them. You turn them into a paste and put it on some bread. Ugh. Oh, so you turn them into paste. Well, yeah. I mean, they're food. They're bugs. Do you know where they come from? Uh, well, when a man loves a woman, uh, they... <laughs> no, I, I mean, oh. where where, where are they located? They, they, they travel. Don't you travel? Yes, we travel. Yeah. But you don't know where maybe we could talk to some. If you were to go out and find one right now, which direction would you head? 
I would uh, wait till nighttime and follow the lights. Oh, there's lights? Mm. Yeah, they glow. Don't you glow? I glow. I don't glow. You don't glow? Oh, how do you see at night? With my eyes. That's a good answer. I like that. No, we they glow. Just gotta wait till night. Quietly to everyone else, just uh, real quick. Are we, are we done here? <laughs> this thing, she's not gonna give us anything. She gave us a lot, actually. Yeah. Now it's our turn to give her what she asked for. Uh, Val, ask her where the mushrooms grow that she would like. Um, where did the mushrooms grow that you like to have? Oh, there's like a, a grove of mushrooms. They, uh, some of them are like these. They have these, uh, these red caps on top of them. But, uh, if you go, uh, slightly, uh, this way, and she points to the northwest-ish area, hmm, go about, I don't know, a couple of, uh, I guess it takes like half a day. Uh, you can find a nice grove of mushrooms, and there's this beautiful lady there. She sings a tune, plays an instrument. She's very pretty. Go there and ask her for a mushroom, and maybe she'll give you some. You have to ask nicely, though. Does this lady have a name? Uh, I never thought to ask. Fair enough. I like you, purple one. Do you glow in the dark? I have been known to glow in the dark, yes. Oh, nice. We should. But I think we have taken up enough of your time. We should glow together. Right. <laughs> maybe. Yes, I think the two of you should glow together. Maybe once what my uh, errands are done, I'll come talk to you again. Okay. I'm going to go plant my mushrooms again. Okay. Uh, yeah. Leave. We leave. Definitely leave. Leaving. Leaving now. Let's go. <laughs> See, RR, you just have to know how to ask. And she really liked Val here, so... She said I was pretty. Well... Can't trust a word she said. Oh. Well, I mean, she is pretty. I mean, That's come on. <laughs> oh. I, I mean no offense. That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, R&R. This person, this whatever it is, saw... Been on a boat for too long. ...a humanoid with wings and says it's a bug that's tasty to eat. Mm, we see bugs and eat them. Maybe they're not bugs. I First of all, I don't eat bugs. Second of all, this is just a small... Looks no different than a small human with wings. The hag was tinted a different color. Hmm? We established a blue tint early, I think. I thought you said green tint. A green tint, whatever it was. Yeah. No, I'm saying the 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 fairy. The, the fairy was. Oh, the fairy. fairy just like yeah. A, yeah, like I said, it's just like a, a person with wings, but tiny. And I'm gonna fold my cloth back up while Arnor's talking. Put her back in my pocket. Let's let's go find these. I guess we wait for nightfall. What time is it? Two three. 1.23 p.m. We got time. Let's head up north. Uh, let, let me see if I if I think this through. We spent about four hours in the van. Probably left around 10 o'clock, so we're probably right. It's about it's about 4 o'clock, I would say. 4 5. Oh, boy. I have no interest in gathering mushrooms. We made a promise. I don't believe we did. We did. Okay, let's return to the fairy tale myth. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping this lady in the grove knows more. Children, children of the forest at a mushroom grove. Mm -hmm. a fairy tale. <clears throat> that's that's what we said. Yes, Arnor. What I'm hearing is, uh, we go to this grove, and there's going to be more <laughs> of these things attacking us, and there's going to be some other witch-like person trying to bewitch us and sing some song, make us, I don't know, get eaten by her mushrooms. You know how these things work? Make it sound weirder than it is. I'm sorry, but what is not weird about what we just experienced? That's true. Yeah, mm. that's true. It was quite weird. Regardless, we need to do something. Apparently these fairies like mushroom groves. We might as well head for that. So you're going to agree with me? I never said anything about collecting mushrooms for this thing. 
<sighs> it's on the way. Whatever. And we're there. Found it. All right. Got it. <laughs> so you guys uh, head there, and you guys begin to travel a little bit, and you take a good minute or two, and you kind of turn your head back towards where the grove was, and the grove seems to have disappeared. Mm, what a shame. Is magic always this confusing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm, it's not I'm... magic. It's just a thing that happens. What kind of answer is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand any of what we just saw other than punching mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> so you guys begin to travel for a few hours and uh, we get that smell of lavender and honey again. And Plug my nose. <laughs> <laughs> darkness begins to fall over the forest as we get to see different things. I don't like that description either. I just gotta get in this episode. <clears throat> uh, uh, as soon as we smell it again uh, and darkness starts falling, I turn to Rythan. You may want to bury that now. Hmm? I don't believe we're gonna get any good. Nothing good is gonna come of having a corpse with us if we do meet these children of the forest. My thought process was, wouldn't you want your friend returned to you if they perished away from home? Yeah, uh, uh, this thing, it was, like, obviously dead when we found, like, dead way before. Because it came out of the, uh, that, uh, one, like... I thought it was still moving. Like, different-looking ooze, right? After, uh, Tadar killed it? Yeah, I mean, it's still whole. It's, like, preserved, I guess would be a better way to say it. But, like, was it look? did it look like it's been dead for a while before that? Or did it look like Tadar shooting the thing? It was what killed the fairy inside. You know what I mean? The arrow killed the fairy. The arrow killed the fairy? Yeah. That's what I was getting at. My bad. Right now, if a group of people, one of them being an archer, shows up, and they have a body of one of my friends with a clear arrow wound in it, no, I would not be likely to believe them. But who am I? I don't know how fairies work. What happens if the archer came and showed remorse for accidentally shooting your friend? Hmm, well, I guess it'd be remorsefully executed. I don't know the laws of these fairies. Tadar <laughs> would like to not be executed. Mm. Ah, well. So you guys begin to travel a little bit. <laughs> and we... Night begins to fall, and we begin to see these almost neon-like glow-in-the-dark markings on the trees. And they begin to glow greens and purples and, and bright blues. And they kind of light a way through them. And you can almost seem to find a trail that you can follow only a section of the forest is actually lit with this light if you veer off them you end up in almost total darkness and only able to see the colors in the distance well that i mean yeah i've got nothing to do besides follow the try to track down the colors all the pretty colors okay agreed i would just be following the colors you travel for another 30 minutes or so and we arrive in this large ring of mushrooms and we see this different colors coming up from these caps uh, particularly reds and blues and greens and they mimic this pattern that it's hard to quite tell what the pattern is without kind of having an aerial view you kind of just taking it from a horizontal view of the area but this grove is maybe about 200 feet in diameter. We begin to see some rocks in the center, and there is this creature in the center. And we will see a red fairy dragon there. And we'll fade to black here.
This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment, LLC.